heavy hitters. Do it again. Call 1-800-LAW-1010. I'm the heavy hitter, Don Ferlazzo. And I did it again, Caitlin Kay. And this, this is, is Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. This is the podcast that takes a jingle-sized dive into the fascinating world of classic TV and radio jingles. Yes, it's episode two of season two. We are back after a long hiatus. Very long. Mm-hmm. We're doing really long hiatuses lately, in case you didn't notice. I think when we started this thing, we were like, let's do it every other week. Then it was like, once a month is good. And now we're, every other month should be sufficient. Well, for a peek behind the podcast curtain, we tend to bank the episodes slightly. Like one, like two at a time, basically, right? We, pr- we, pre- we pre-film some episodes of the season. With this, this film, we, we do it on tape. Mm-hmm. But today is no exception. Oh. And <laughs> you promised you wouldn't say that. Promises are made to be broken. But uh, we are, we have a good jingle for you today. And this is really convincing. I'm sure nobody has <laughs> tuned out. Well, for us here in the capital region, it's a jingle that we're very familiar with. But. In researching, we discovered it was just the the j- tip of the jingle. Tip of the jingle, Berg. Because mm-hmm. this goes all the way to the top. Oh my. This is like conspiracy theory 101 right now. Yeah, so today we are doing Martin Harding and Mazzotti, the heavy hitters. I always used to think it was Martin Hardy and Muzzotti, but it's really Martin Harding and Muzzotti, right? Yeah. I only learned this... While researching this episode. so You, you might... thought it was Martin Hardy and Muzzotti? Correct. Which is why, if you listen to our previous episode, when I'm announcing it... <laughs> you said it, it all weird? <laughs> I wildly mispronounced the name of this law firm, which Did you is... think I was saying it weird? No, it didn't even occur to me. And I've heard that jingle and seen those commercials a bazillion times. And as, as great as our advertising is, it couldn't get through to me uh, exactly how to uh, pronounce, uh, read, or spell their names. <laughs> Martin Harding and Muzzotti... Um, so how do we do this? Do we play? Should we play them the jingle first? No, no, let's not deviate. I mean, we've got a good, okay. we've got a really good uh, formula here that uh, that I think our listeners or listener is uh, relying on us to to stick to. I think we talk about the advertiser, a little bit of background, get you all uh-huh. teed up, and then knock it out of the park with a little jingle play. What do you think? I think that sounds. Sounds like you're stalling while you look up on your phone to get that uh, great <laughs> to get that research uh, off your notes app. Okay, so I did um, a lot of research on legal advertising regulations and regulations. Okay, you don't trust these lawyers to do it by the book, huh? Kind of forgot to do research on the actual law firm of. Martin Harding and Bazzotti. Well, then let's use our institutional knowledge and tell these people what uh, M, H, and M are all about. That's great because um, the server stopped responding and Safari cannot open the page. Oh, dear. This is going to be a tough one. Okay. So Martin Harding and Bazzotti is a law firm in Schenectady, New York. This I know. I've driven by their office many times. They have bus ads, they have television ads, and they have radio ads. Uh not internet though they're not that forward thinking no i don't think so they're i'm being sarcastic they're obviously on the internet (laughs) i've never seen them they have a website and youtube a youtube page 
Maybe I'll start getting the ads now because I've looked them up before. Your phone's listening, so you're going to get all the ads. But they are, I guess we said personal injury attorneys, primarily. Um, and they have a very famous jingle where they describe themselves as the heavy hitters. Yeah, you really can't go anywhere in the capital region without hearing uh, this firm. They are by far the most well-advertised law firm uh, in in the capital region for sure. And it, you know, I, I never knew that, and I'm still not necessarily convinced that they have a full version of this jingle. But the tagline is always the same, right? Yes. Well, it's changed actually. It used to be the heavy hitters. The heavy hitters do it again. Call one eight hundred law ten ten. That's their phone number. There you go. Um, and then they it sort of changed to be Martin Harding and Mazzotti do it again. Call one eight hundred law ten ten. Yeah, they. I think they alternate. And I'll tell you why Ooh. that might be in a little bit. Okay. Well, they've been around a long time, um, and they you know they do these these kitschy television commercials and a little bit of radio and stuff where you know they they get on it's the three partners martin harding and i think mazzotti might have retired right did we determine this previously or or did we talk off air about this because there's there's a third person a woman whose name is not mazzotti and she talks yeah she's always on on the bus ads and stuff mazzotti either died or retired as many moons ago can it be both perhaps but which part happened first Martin Harding and Mazzotti. Maybe died. Call 1-800-LAW-55. They had to change the number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't call that number unless they sponsor. But go on. Okay. So let me tell you about a little bit about this jingle. Or should I tell you about the advertising How about law? we listen to the jingle yes. first so you can hear what we're talking about and then we can get into the uh, the secrets of the industry. Does that sound good? Yes. All right. So I'm going to play for you just the main lick, not the whole thing. Um, so this is just the, the one that you hear at the tag of every single uh, Martin Harding and Mazzotti commercial. The heavy hitters do it again. Call 1-800-LAW-1010. So that's it. That's the whole jingle. And now we're, we're going outside the rules here. We usually only profile something that has a verse and a chorus. That is not barely a chorus, right? It's just a tag. But it, we determined it was worthy of, of talking about, right, Caitlin? For what reason? And now you can pull back the curtain. Okay, so the curtain is, everybody knows this jingle. You can sing it. You know the phone number. It is iconic in the area. So when you start, when you start looking this up, and you go to YouTube as you do to find a... To find a jingle, you start by writing maybe heavy hitters, heavy hitters jingle, and you pop it in. And then how surprised I was when not Martin Harding and Mazzotti came up, but law firms in dozens of markets, dozens of markets all using the same tune and the same tagline of the heavy hitters. It's just weird, like... Mandela effect, like this, this alternate reality where you hear the same jingle, but there's different phone numbers attached. It's a metaverse. It's a funhouse mirror. Where am I? I thought I was the only one, mm-hmm. but it's not the only one. And 
then you start to to wonder, okay, well, why do so many personal injury law firms have this exact, exact-ish same jingle? And they have this same jingle because of an ad agency called Group Matrix in Ooh. Florida. Uh, they're a Florida-based advertising agency. They've been around for 35 years. Uh, one of the taglines on their site is, it's okay to be funny. And they boast that they have created $2 billion in revenue for their clients based on this heavy hitters jingle alone. And I could not figure out who had the very first heavy hitters tagline, but they seem to sort of, they own heavy hitters, but they'll sort of let you use it for your firm. Uh, in fact, their, uh, their contact button on the website says become a heavy hitter if you want to contact them. Um, so they will sort of sell, franchise out this tune for you with a couple different variations, kind of depending on your phone number. Uh, so Martin Harding and Mazzotti, like, they do it again because their number is Law 1010, but uh, they'll get you more if your telephone number ends with four. Or like they're if they're the one for you yeah. if your number ends in a two. Or like a, if you're a good guy, maybe your phone number ends in five. This makes sense. It, it definitely but, makes sense. Well, before we get any further down this rabbit hole, let's talk about the jingle that we came to talk about, mm -hmm. the Martin Harding and Mazzotti jingle. You heard it, folks. It's it's a tag. What do you think, Caitlin? Your first impressions. It's funky. It is. It is a little funky. It's got a little Seinfeld slap bass going on. There's some twankiness to it. Okay. Um, a little hip hoppy, maybe New Jack era. Is that a New Jack swing? I think it's called that. That kind of drum mm -hmm. beat that like you heard in Michael Jackson's later music. Or like Motown Philly back again. Ooh, that's a jingle. Mm -hmm. It should be a jingle. I, I attach that to any product. I promise you, I will buy it. Yeah, there's a there's a male. Vo they always have male voices. Um, it's often the yeah, there's very. There's always male voices, huh? Interesting. It's often the very same male voice. You mean you mean from each of the Martin Harding and Mazzotti commercials, or or do you mean across all the different markets? across all the different markets? Okay. It seems like maybe they have a guy, their heavy hitter guy. And it's probably some sort of like sexist thing where the male voice is strength. Like people wouldn't call a heavy hitter that's maybe a woman saying it. Sure. It would be sort of. It would be more of like a light finesser. The heavy hitters is the way to go. Come <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, and you mentioned like, you know, having that strong voice. Have you know? Did you notice in that version and, and I think other versions that we'll soon hear it's not just a male voice, but it's a doubled octave. So there's the the higher version of it, and then mm -hmm. down a full octave. It's like a Gregorian chant. Yeah, there's there's a guy, the same guy, probably singing it an octave mm -hmm. down. It's not really low. Heavy hitters do it again, and you're like, oh wow, like it's even stronger because that guy's got a big heavy voice. It resonates. It's a. Uh, I mean, it's it's short. <laughs> Now, I can't remember if we talked about this when, because we kind of touched on this in our season one finale when we were interviewing um, the person whose name is, oh my gosh, he's escaping me. The very important man who sold a lot of important jingles. Yes. The, so we interviewed. A very important man. We should really know who we interviewed. Is, 
Bob. No. John, Mike. Maybe. Do you know who we interviewed in season one finale? <laughs> right so, to us. Write to us at welcome to the jingle pod at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook, which I think is facebook.com slash welcome to the jingle pod. And honestly, if you don't know who we interviewed, that's on you, listener. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it because I don't want to enable you to have a bad memory. Or insult your intelligence because we, you should know. I am like feverishly typing a search in Google. And because every time I search our podcast in Google, it goes, did you mean welcome to the jungle? I can never get search results. So I, it doesn't even give me the option to say, no, I really mean welcome to the jingle. Google is like, we are so sure you are wrong that we're not even going to like dignify that search with a response. So anyway, we can't remember who he was, but um, maybe we'll put it in the show notes. Anyway, we were talking about this and he kind of pulled back the curtain on this and kind of clued us into this, right? Or, or, or maybe you brought it up and he said, oh yeah, there's this firm and he, he gave us a little more background about it. But at, at that point, I might have mentioned it. And if I didn't, I certainly was thinking about it. The old Ernest P. World commercials, right? Remember Ernest from Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Goes to Jail, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do, did we talk about this? Yes, no? Maybe so? I don't think we did. Well, Ernest, the character, originated um, from like a Nashville-based um, advertising agency. Uh, Cardin and Cherry was their name. Mm-hmm. And he was basically a white label advertisement where... He would record this bit of him, you know, being uh, a, a know-it-all Southerner, you know, who kind of helped his friend Vern, you know, find good products or services or whatever. And they would run it in one market, and then they would run the exact same skit in a different market. And you could get an Ernest and Vern conversation for whatever you for wh- whatever market were you were in for whatever it was. So, like a local Toyota dealership in Nashville would have him doing a, a bit about you know his car rolling away because he didn't put it. Uh, you know, he didn't pull the e-brake, you know, before he got out. And then they would do the exact same bit on the same day and film it all over again for a Nissan dealership, uh, you know, across the country. So it was the same concept. Mm-hmm. But those commercials made Jim Varney, the actor who portrayed Ernest, um, a star. And that's, you know, when they turned it into a whole Disney franchise and, and all the Ernest movies came out. Um, so that that's another example of this. Like, this, is, this can't be the only... Uh, campaign that does it this way i'd be very curious to hear what other ones do but they're the only two that i'm aware of is the earnest commercials and then the the heavy hitters commercials it seems like a relic know from I mean? when sorry <laughs> uh-huh. i love them i love <laughs> Ernest. when uh people listen to the radio more like well, it was the a earnest thing commercials would... were tv commercials they were tv commercials yeah i mean it was still when people watch more terrestrial tv probably I guess, network tv yeah sure I mean, these these were almost like at least the earnest ones were like the first versions of or among the first things that were viral, right? Mm-hmm. You heard about them from word of mouth. You know, you could get them, but not online. They didn't have online back in 1981 or whatever when they started those. If you think about it, all commercials, all these jingles that we've been reviewing are attempting to be viral in a way. They're supposed to be earworms. You're supposed to remember them, um, and this is just another version of that. I think. So I'd want to know, like, why this group, I don't know, if, I would doubt this group started off with this model of selling ads to personal injury firms. I imagine that they had they had one, another firm heard it, and they're like, we can give you an ad, and they're like, no, I want that one. I want heavy hitters. Give me heavy hitters. 
and they somehow had to, I don't know, buy it back or sell it again. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. As you will notice, like no two firms in the same market have the same jingle. We should really play it so people can hear what we're talking about. Like this isn't just a couple firms that have similar jingles, people. Every one of these law firms essentially has the same jingle, and you said there are like dozens upon dozens, and I think you're right. It's the exact same tune. The words are slightly different, but most of them, of course, because they have they have different names, they can't all be the same same. But you'll see if you were watching this on TV, it would still say the heavy hitters trademark. Yeah, the font is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like U- usually with like electrical lightning, lightning storm thing going on and you know clouds in the background because the heavy hitters are part superhero or maybe super villain i don't know why that is i assumed it was when i was a kid i thought they were hitting people and then i realized it was about like baseball like it was a baseball term a heavy hitter is a like a oh okay here I- comes the heavy hitter like it's a baseball thing I don't think I've ever heard that. I've heard of a heavy hitter like from like a boxer maybe. Like I would think of physical violence. That's right? what I thought it was. I thought it was a boxing thing, but I think it's like a like a baseball person would say is a real heavy hitter, like a I don't know, Caitlin. Do they say You're pow- not up on sports and and I, I am s- up on some sports, but Do they say power hitter? No. Do, Do they, they say ma- like master a- blaster? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody might say Master Blaster. I'm thinking of a specific word to mean a person who hits baseballs big time. And I think (laughs) it might be... You need to do color commentary for baseball. Like the Master Whacker. Here comes the Master Whacker. Like, oh, well, and here comes a... I don't know, needs a real little Master Whacker on the... uh, Let's go... Got 41 RBI in the, this young season. He's a real master uh, the, whacker. The Detroit Suncats uh, master whacker is up at plate. <laughs> Don't forget Thursday is master whacker bobblehead mm-hmm. night. Hey, kids. You're your master whacker bobble bat. <laughs> bobble bat? Yep. Bobble you bat. You really are up on sports. I said what I said. <laughs> I, I'm thinking really of a specific term, and I think it might be heavy hitter. It might be pa- power hitter. I don't think power hitter is one either. Power forward? Power forward is a basketball position. Dang it. <laughs> right in. So neither of like power forward and heavy hitter. There's no two words and no one <gasps> single word in common. It's designated hitter. Okay, so hitter. A designated hitter is somebody who doesn't play a, a position on the in the field and instead bats in place of the the pitcher who is notoriously not good at batting cuz he has spent all his time perfecting the art of pitching. That's a designated hitter. I didn't know what that meant. I I thought a designated hitter was like, this guy always hits. They just designate him. Like, he's like, God has given him this talent. He cannot miss. Like, he is going to do it. I mean, it's his only skill because he's not good enough to play in the field. So they say, hey, you know, maybe you're like, he's slow or whatever. And they're just like, hey, you can still hit, right? (laughs) Maybe he's slow. You know, you, I mean, maybe it's Maybelline. It's maybe he's born with it. Um, but no, back in the day, I remember like mm-hmm. the Yankees would always get some guy who was like at the tail end of his career, but who was juiced up on steroids and could still like Jose Canseco. You're like, that guy can't play the field anymore. But if he gets a fastball down the middle, he's going to crush it because he's like, you know, his muscles are throbbing. He was a designated hitter. Um, a master whacker. If a you master will. whacker, <laughs> if you will. Um, wow, we are way off track and I love it. 
Um, well, anyway. Let's hear some jingles. So what we're going to play, and Caitlin found this, and it is wildly entertaining, a little mind-numbing at the same time. It's a 20-minute and 29-second YouTube video titled Heavy Hitter Law Firm Commercial Jingles, parentheses, all 26 parts. So 26 versions of various heavy hitter commercials, all produced by the same firm that you are, uh, the aforementioned mm-hmm. firm. Group Matrix. Group Matrix. Um, and I think you're going to find some similarities. No, we're not going to play all 20 minutes and 29 seconds. You do that on your own time, guys. Seriously, you know, we don't want to... We don't want to do that to you. We don't want to do it to ourselves, quite honestly. But I think if you listen to the first two minutes, maybe two and a half minutes, you'll get a real gist for uh, for the variations out there. So let, let's go ahead and play that now, and uh, we'll circle back and, and talk about what we liked. Here we go. Heavy Hitter Law Firm commercial jingles, all 26 parts. Heavy Hitter is the way to go. Call 458 Call a heavy hitter when you need a hero. 1-800-LAW-00-00 The heavy hitter is the one for you Call 1-800-LAW-1222 Call a heavy hitter, don't hesitate Call 728-8888 Always think green when you collide Call 747-2455 And a heavy hitter, call Tom That's him, dial C-A-L-L-T-O-M Trevino is way to go. Call 1-800-LAW-1-4-4-0. The heavy hitter is the one for you. Call 1-800-LAW-1-5-5-2. The heavy hitters are the way to go. Call 1-800-LAW-3-0-8-0. Harding and Mazzani, do it again. Call 1-800-LAW-1010. The heavy hitter is the way to go. Call 723-3-0-0-0. The heavy hitters are all you need. Call 1-800-LAW-1333. The heavy hitters are the way to go. Call 4541500. Nobody messes with the girling firm. The good guys are the way to go. Call 1-800-LAW-5070. Call Gary Bruce, cause he's a good guy. Dial 576-GARY. Good guys are the way to go. Call 6872400. Row is the way to go. Call 9771900. The heavy hitters are all you need. Call 1 800 Call the Nailon Firm when you want it done. Call 425 LAW1. The heavy hitters are the way to go. Call 2505050. The heavy hitters do it again for 1-800-LAW-1010. Call the heavy hitters, they'll work to get you more. 1-800-LAW-0804. is the way to go, call 3465990. The good guys are the way to go, call 2723120. The way to go, call 6872400. The man with a smile is the way to go, call 3746300. Heavy hitters, do it again, call 1-800-LAW-1010. Heavy hitters, do it again, call 1-800-LAW-1010. Horton Harding and Mazzani, do it again, call 1-800-LAW-1010. Call 425-LAW-1. Call 425-LAW-1. The heavy hitter is the one for you, call 1-800-LAW-5052. The heavy hitters are the ones for you. 1-800-LAW-6162. 
All the heavy hitters, they're the ones for you. 800 Law 1552. Call 728 All right, so we just listened to roughly three minutes of uh, what is essentially the same jingle. So, I mean, different instrumentation across uh, different markets, but for the most part, it's, it's the same tag, right? Same tag. We note we noticed some, uh, yes, yeah, slightly different voices, uh, slightly different stanks on some of those jingles. Some were stankier than others. Um, based on market, perhaps, or based or on the stankiness of the market. Law firm preference. Like, listen, we go after like the stankiest clients. Mm-hmm. God, the heavy hitters are the one for you. <laughs> uh, and then our personal favorite. Did you catch Tom? That's him. <laughs> Call C A L L T O M. That's what it, did it say? That's him. I think yeah. The heavy head was called Tom. That's him. <laughs> that's him. That's that's it's him. Just call Tom. Like call him. Tom's a guy. Why? That's him. I really liked. Um, some of them had like a little tag. Like you know, they would sing the song, and then uh, there would be like a little animated or or a little video of somebody who would pop up and give you like a little like. Hey, I'm here too. Like a little gremlin that popped up in the corner of the screen, and the woman popped up. She's like, "Nobody messes with the girling firm." Yeah, we had a little girling gremlin. <laughs> Nobody messes with the girling firm. Yeah, a little like head tilt, and mm-hmm. she crossed her arms like, "Don't even mess with us," because mm-hmm. nobody messes with our firm. Um, although it's kind of fun, and, and again, we're not supposed to talk about, or we typically don't focus on the visual aspect of these because we're talking. We're supposed to talk about the music, um, but. Yeah, some of these had these little people pop up, and it was a little distracting because you're staring at a graphic, like a, which is essentially supposed to be an animated slide of like this is her name, this is her phone number, and then all of a sudden this little person pops up, like I'm here too, and uh, I found it very distracting. There's a couple other if you uh, if on your own time you watch all 20 minutes. There's a call Michael something. He's the guy with the smile. Call the guy with the smile. Here's the guy with the smile, and he just. <laughs> slowly raises up and smiles at you there was a one guy and we i mean this is beyond like we we had to watch almost all of this in preparation very difficult for us but um there's the one guy who they they had several and not animated but several video shots of him kind of like turning to the camera in different ways and just always (laughs) ending up with a smile like hey oh i'm here too i'm over here (laughs) um the best one that we didn't play in that little lick though was now handling bankruptcies and like a computer animated helicopter just kind of rises from nothing with a like a graphic of the guy's face mm-hmm. plastered to the side. Like also there's a helicopter to let you know we handle bankruptcies now. Yeah, see, uh, you know, the bankruptcy helicopter. <laughs> I mean, you know, because you got to you got to do an airdrop and, and just pull you out of that situation. Mm-hmm. That's how bankruptcy works, right? Like if you physically leave the ground, they can't go after your assets. That's how it works. It's a. Uh, IRS code 232. The, the, <laughs> uh, hel- a form, but... the helicopter clause. It's a little obscure, Starring but if you have Tim, a good lawyer. Uh, Tim Allen, <laughs> the helicopter clause. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get it? See what I did there? <laughs> uh, Tim Allen. Love it. Um, so, now, yeah, Gary Bruce, the good guy, was really funny, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, give him a try. Call Gary Bruce. He's a good guy. <laughs> oh, no. Call G-A-R-R-Y or something. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, but the only reason um, that you have to call Gary Bruce is he's a, he's a trust us. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Like, Can't you need him. somebody to talk to. He won't mm-hmm. bill you. He bills you like half price, like if he likes you, because he's a good guy. So it's, did you write down, I started jotting down the various, uh, like the code, if you will, the 
the number to rhyme. Uh, yeah, we return. mentioned some of it. Uh, uh, number four will get you more. Oh, yeah. Um, number two is there for you. Uh, of course, 1010 will do it again. They're the only, uh, the, Martin Harding and Mazzotti were the only ones who used 1010. They didn't say like 1010 to say with go. So they're the only ones who use the do mm-hmm. it again 1010. The O, 1010 10 rhymes with stuff. O is good. We have double O, double O. Way to go is O, yeah. Mm-hmm, is the way to go. One and done was good. Or, or utilize, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a lot. Three and need. Oh, did we do three and need? I, I wrote it down. Like, the heavy hitters are all, all, all you need. Call 1-800-1333. Mm-hmm. Like, 1333. Like, okay. Need and three. Five and collide. Or five and good guy as well. Oh, good guy in five as well. If okay. you watch the entire um, entire twenty minutes, Gary Bruce is not the only good guy. Hesitate and eight was a good one. Only, I only oh, got that yes. once, but you know, don't hesitate. Call thirteen thirty-eight or whatever. Um, but I never heard. I mean, maybe we didn't get far enough into the twenty-minute and twenty-nine-second, uh, you know, compilation. But we never heard a six or a seven. Do they not work with those firms? They're like, listen, your number ends with a six. You should really take your business somewhere else. Well, what would you do if it ended at a six? What like would you the heavy hitters six? are the ones to pick. Okay. That would work. And then seven, I mean, you could just go go to the well and, and pick heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, um, or maybe the guy's name was Kevin. Kev- if only his name was Kevin. Yeah. You, I'm sure firms have like thought about adding a partner named Kevin so they could use him in advertisements. If not, they should. This is the kind of value that Caitlin and I would bring if you hired us to write a jingle. Uh-huh. We would say, phase one, hire a partner named Kevin. <laughs> phase two, get a phone number that ends with a seven. Phase three, profits. <laughs> phase four, heaven. <laughs> and then, yeah, end with heaven. Uh-huh. Oh, well, let me tell you, I, I did all this research about uh, legal advertising law. Oh, good. So you, your phone is working again? <laughs> Um, I needed the Wi-Fi password, but <laughs> I, I wrote, I happened to write this down earlier this afternoon. Um, so if we're in New York and in 2007, Don and I were both working for the, uh, newspaper publishers association. And I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember our boss at the time? Because we did a lot of first amendmenty stuff mm-hmm. talking about, this law firm advertising First Amendment thing that was going around in New York. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. No, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <You don't? laughs> well, I was paying attention to our, our dear boss as she uh, rambled Wait on a minute. I joined about in, this. in 2008. You joined in 2008? Yeah. Like, I, I, it was like May 2008 is when I joined that, uh, that or I joined, I got hired. Okay, well, you so can that be explains f- why I wouldn't have remembered your 2007 excapades, ex- escapades. escapades? How do you you say could it? be forgiven for. Wait, no, 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 back it up. How do you say this. it? Escapades or escapades? Escapades. Escapades. Escapade is like a Madonna song, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I remember Mickey's es- I, escapades, the Nintendo game. Yeah, Mickey's escapades are my escapades. Escapades aren't a thing. Escapades are not a thing. See, it's okay to learn. <laughs> Did you see how I didn't just like let it slide? I like I wanted to know more. Like this is this is good. I'm improving. You recognized and you improved. I'm and... improving as a human. So tell me more about the time that I I didn't remember the time okay. that I didn't work there. So <laughs> there was a time in New York where and it, the heavy hitters 
comes into play because it was like mentioned in this I don't know if lawsuit is the right word, but like sort of legal challenge as a specific example of something that they were trying to prevent. Okay. And it was whether whether you were allowed to call yourself as a law firm a heavy hitter and do some of the legal advertising you were allowed to. Okay. Um, because let me take you back to 2003. Oh, I was I working there at that time or? No, you were having escapades elsewhere. <laughs> escapades in college. Yes, you were escapading all over Ithaca. <laughs> but uh, while you were living it up in the gorges, mm. um, a ferry in Staten Island crashed into a pier. Mm-hmm. And it was bad. Oh. It was real bad because they killed, the ferry killed 11 people. What? Yeah. It like, the ferry was like, and didn't stop. Were there and people this, on the pier? Yeah. Okay. It just crashed into the pier. I don't remember this. Okay. Um, and I was, I was downstate at the time, also in college. And anyway, 70 people were injured. 11 people died. And wow. Uh, there was a firm out in Staten Island that, while they were still pulling literally mangled bodies out of the harbor, mm-hmm. put an ad out in the newspaper and the radio that's like, have you been hurt in the ferry accident? Uh, call our law firm and we'll come to your hospital and we'll get you the money you deserve. Wow. And it was a huge scandal in the That's, t- that's ambulance chasing one-on-one yes. right there. And they weren't the only one that did this. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember the firm's name. Actually, my source for this research was uh, nylegalethics.com that has very extensive article with lots more citations about this. Okay. But anyway, law firms in Staten Island started putting out these ads, literally ambulance chasing. And it got picked up by the news, left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. People were talking about this and, oh, how disgusting, how terrible. And it sort of, in response, the New York Bar Association created this task force in 2005 uh, to sort of go over the rules for legal advertising. It only took um, them two years to mobilize. It only took them two years to mobilize. A uh, direct response to the ferry thing. Uh, they made like a 15 it's a 15 day window after like some sort of mass tragedy happens for you to be able to like reach out okay like a not like no soliciting during the first two weeks of your tragedy basically yes yeah, so you could be i guess disbarred if they find you putting ads out or reaching out to victims that, that makes sense I, th- I think you know you need a little it does make period. sense yeah. um but they started started making all these other rules, and some of the things that uh, at least the public was griping about was attorney advertising, and specifically the advertising made by Group Matrix and people like Group Matrix. And this is just in New York. Um, other states may have had something similar, but this was just happening in New York. And they they made a uh, what was it called? Um, code of professional responsibility at the from the New York Office of Court Administration that uh, law firms couldn't use nicknames, slogans, or portrayals of lawyers having characteristics unrelated to the legal profession. Really? So you couldn't call yourselves 
the heavy hitters because that didn't have anything to or do. Or the designated hitters. You definitely could Or do. the master whackers. Don't yeah. do that. You okay. will get disbarred. And you couldn't show yourself, say, uh, wearing boxing gloves or coming out of a lamp or being in the <laughs> Old West. All things that have been shown by this uh, <laughs> Matrix agency. Or actually, this was, I think, in the like the Exhibit A or whatever filed when they put this together. Uh, somebody getting into a rocket car and going to deliver a check to a client very fast mm-hmm. or running very fast, something like that. So you could only be... Uh, Mr. Lawyer, lawyer, and were they afraid that like people were getting tricked by these? They're like, oh my gosh, like that guy has rocket shoes. Like he will deliver my check as quickly as possible. I have to go with him. It seems like they wanted to make a big show of cracking down on these silly okay. lawyer ads after the ferry incident to show that they were taking legal advertising very seriously. So they cited. Martin Harding and Mazzotti? Specifically, yes. Like, we're um, tired of you guys on your magic carpets flying through Agrabah. Yes. Like uh, rubbing lamps and getting checks to clients magically. And this guy in Rochester called Jim the Hammer Shapiro. Mm-hmm. And he does not have a jingle, but his ads are kind of iconic and you should look them up. Uh, but the firm called Catalano and Alexander, mm-hmm. they don't exist anymore. They went out of business in 2019. But they challenged this law in 2007, uh, which is where I remember our boss talking about it because it was a, a challenge based on the First Amendment. Like you can't, we sh- we shouldn't be punished for what we say in an ad. And uh, they they won. They were heavy hitters. Uh, they were one of the ones that were using heavy hitters. Oh, okay. Uh, so they challenged this in 2007, and eventually it went all the way up to the Supreme Court in 2011. So what's that, like six years later? They won. So you are now, law firms are now able to use nicknames and I think some portrayals of themselves in non-legal situations, but you'll notice if you happen to watch YouTube, that there's a little caveat at the bottom of the ad if you're watching like a televised ad that says, may contain fictionalized events or scenes. Oh. If you if you watch some of these, especially the ones in New York, um, they'll have that little line at the bottom of the ad. Like and this I, is not like a documentary. This is not a 30-second documentary, basically, is what like, they're trying to say. Just so you know, we're not actually genies or boxers or have rocket cars or can press a remote and stop your car from falling off a waterfall <laughs> or whatever else they're showing. Um, but this is a, this is an example of jingles in the wider sphere of culture well it's just sort of funny because like they went after lawyers like the one industry that could actually fight back (laughs) you know what i mean like you know Mm -hmm. they're like hey let's stop this advertising and the one industry that could actually fight you are lawyers (laughs) you know is the law profession so i'm not surprised that it was overturned eventually um but so is that when so it was 2007 or or when was it overturned 2012 11 11 so 2011 is that when all this advertising really started to take hold. I feel like, I feel like it's been around forever. It must, maybe there was just a, a, a blackout period where it wasn't happening. But pre, prior to that, Martin Harding and Mazzotti was the heavy hitters or they were the heavy hitters, I should say. Right. I think so. And I have to read this article again and I'm not sure if it was 
there was some sort of grace period where they were figuring this out between like 2007 when they made the and it's got really egregious during that time the law and 2011 like you could still do it until we like figure out if this challenge is going to go through or not or if it totally stopped i don't quite remember but i do know that the martin harding and mazzotti ads instead of the the heavy hitters do it again they would just say their name and they'd say martin harding and mazzotti do it again oh because we've heard those versions so yes. that must be so they were using the same jingle essentially they just yeah they're like we'll hedge our bets we'll take out we'll call ourselves the heavy hitters um but they still had like the trademark which i think they were allowed to use interesting anyway a little bit of background mm. heavy hitters making waves this uh anybody in another state uh, are you a lawyer do you know about legal advertising well well, well listen, before, before we move on to this little tag ending that uh-huh. we have here um we should kind of talk about like do we think it's effective like you know do we like it do we actively like it like it is catchy it's in and it's in a minor key which makes it kind of sound mysterious and dark um, but you know is it my favorite jingle ever no no it's really <laughs> it's really dumb but yeah. it just happens to work really well well but you know we talked about this when we interviewed the man who shall not be named due to my memory lapses mm-hmm. um they use frequency like they they leverage frequency they are advertising constantly so it almost doesn't matter that it's whether or not it's it's catchy you're going to hear it even if you don't remember it because it'll be memorable based on the number of times you've heard it so the fact that these law firms are as dedicated as I assume they are to hire this this uh, ad agency and and buy the airtime, which we uh, now we now know is is the most expensive aspect of, mm-hmm. of advertising, um, it, it's catchy, you know, not just by nature, it's by by choice basically. So it is effective. I don't love it, um, but you know what I do love, Caitlin is the version of the jingle mm-hmm. that we're going to play for everybody as a special treat. Oh, and treat it is. And you really want the extra mile for this podcast. Well, I mean, by extra mile, you know, I, I hope you, you know, let's not mislead the folks. I, I did a quick Google search and because uh, because when you Google this, it, it's got like, you know, real searchable terms instead of the name of our podcast, which Google assumes is a mistake. I was able to find something mm-hmm. pretty quickly. But basically when I was looking for a clean version of, the Martin Harding and Mazzotti uh, commercial to, to use on the previous version of the podcast to, uh, you know, kind of tease it. As, as you know, at the end of every episode, we, we play a little bit of the next um, jingle to, to kind of tease you and get you ready for what's coming up next. I'm searching and I find a version of this jingle and it's like a full version. And uh, it was performed by um, a gentleman named Jesse Bis- uh, What is his name? Biscaglia, I guess is how you would pronounce it. I, I never spoke with Jesse, but we chatted uh, online. So Biscaglia, Jesse Biscaglia. Or Biscaglia, maybe? Biscaglia. There's a C in there. It's B-I-S-C-E-G-L-I-A. Biscaglia. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> that's that's definitely correct. Uh, Jesse Biscaglia. Jesse, you're welcome if you're listening. Uh, I'm so glad that we were able to pronounce mm-hmm. your name correctly, even if uh, all these years you weren't. But um, so anyway, so Jesse recorded this version and he made a video of himself doing an entire version of this jingle, including verses. And it's a whole rap. Um, apparently what had happened was in 2012, probably in celebration of their right to utilize uh, their new slogan, uh, Martin Harding and Mazzotti ran a promotion where they asked people to um, record their takes on their classic jingle. 
And I believe, uh, based on my conversation with Jesse, that he uh, was provided with actual verse lyrics in addition to you know what we know to be the chorus or the tag. Um, and he ran with it. And he ended up uh, as the winner of the competition. Uh, he was telling me that he still has a he still has the big novelty check that they gave him. Mm-hmm. They they called him into the office and took photos with him and and presented him with this novelty check. He says he bought a jet ski with the winnings. Wait, was it a thousand dollars? It was a thousand dollars. Can I, buy a jet ski for a thousand dollars? Two thousand dollars. Probably a used slightly jet ski? used one. I don't know. I've never bought a jet ski, but mm-hmm. um, but he you know he bought his jet ski with it, so he was pumped about it. And he's got a whole YouTube channel where he he does like parodies, kind of weird Al style parodies to mm-hmm. educate people. I think he's a, an educator by trade. Um, but Jesse, you know, had recorded this this version of the jingle and produced the music behind it, and it sounds great. Like if this was the full jingle, and maybe it technically is, I'm, I'm not sure how much creative license he took in it. But um, if this is like the official full version of the jingle, it's great, and I love it. <laughs> um, so what I'd like to do is is play this for y'all now, if that's okay. You want to hear it? They all said it's okay. I heard them. Everybody, I, I'm, I'm seeing mm-hmm. nodding uh in in my mind's eye so here it is this is the heavy hitters do it again jingle contest submission for martin harding and mazzotti uh this is on youtube with uh, over 7500 views from august 25th 2012 from jesse bisheglia as i'm sure he likes to be called Mm -hmm. let's give it a listen the heavy hitters do it again call 1-800-LAW-1010 in a car wreck, you're never alone Just call the heavy hitters, come on, pick up the phone The number's the same as it's always been Call 1-800-LAW-1010 To get hurt on the job yeah. Or fall off a ladder uh-huh. Say you slip and fall, you know it really doesn't matter Just make that call to Martin Harding and Mazzotti To help you get your life together back the way it ought to be And all you gotta do is remember that number And call the heavy hitters when you're down and under You know how it goes, come on, sing it again Call 1-800-LAW-1010 Don't mess with that insurance company and all that fuss. Just ask the heavy hitters how they can help you and they will tell you helping you is what we do. Just call the heavy hitters. Good things happen the minute you call. You're never alone, so pick up that phone. If you've had a wreck or fall, you know big call 1-800-LAW-1010. That is epic. It's basically upstate New York 8 Mile. <laughs> it's mom's spaghetti. But, uh... No, this is so much better. This has got like that that hip hop, uh, everything about it is perfect. He mm-hmm. doesn't uh, Jesse does an amazing job rapping. Okay, uh, he, I love the way he produces it. Like he he doubles his voice in appropriate times when like the Backstreet or not mm-hmm. the Backstreet Boys, the Beastie Boys might have done. You know, back in mm-hmm. their day. I know that's not technically hip hop, but um, uh, I don't know if he authored and I think he did all like the the synth. Uh, synthetic horns in the background it's so freaking catchy so if this was the official version of it this would be among my all-time favorite jingles um because it's it's just that good you real american hero jesse no you really are and and he was so kind to give me you know so much background information about um how he did it and and you know how things went uh for him and i hope he still has that jet ski i I, if he was here, I would have asked him what he did with the winnings. And now I know. Well, maybe, Jesse, if you want to tell... Well, what do you mean what he did with the winnings? We know what he did with the winnings. He yeah, the like, I'm glad I know. Oh, okay. That would have been a hole in my heart if I didn't know what happened. But I'd, I'd like to picture him with those sunglasses on, just tootling around like George. Um, oh, by the way, 
you should watch the video because he actually does a whole music video to this. So it's not just like a recording, guys uh, and gals. Um, you know, I don't know why. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good guy or gal or pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, no, watch the video because it's really funny. It's, it's, it's very well done. And... Um, and I enjoy the heck out of it. So Jesse, if you're listening, good job. We love you. Um, so I think that's about it. We're f- like 48 minutes into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do we have coming up next, Caitlin? Well, next we have. We went a little back and forth on this one. But I think uh, I'm excited to announce that we're going to be doing our first user or user listener submitted jingle. So we had somebody feel compelled to actually submit to us a jingle that we should consider, one that we've never heard before because it's not from our area. Um, And Caitlin, do you want to announce it or do you want me to? Yes, I would love to announce it because it is Milford Amusement Center. Center. It's not from Canada, so it's not the Sandra. Milford Amusement Center from Milford, Connecticut. And you will be amused. You will be amused. I I had the pleasure of doing all the research for that one. Mm -hmm. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. I can't wait to hear about it. We don't have to wait long because we're going to just record it right now. But you folks at home, you're probably going to have to wait like two, three months based on how often we end up putting out these episodes. Um, so thank you for listening today. It's great to be back, uh, for season two of episode, no episode two of season two. Um, and we look forward to many, many more episodes in season two. Mm -hmm. We may never graduate to season three. We Mm -hmm. might just do like an infinite season two. Two forever. Because yeah. Why, why wouldn't we? We love number two. We were only renewed for two seasons for a second season. So you -hmm. can't stop us. Nobody said, Hey, you can only do 10 episodes a season. We could technically stay in season two as long as we want. This podcast really is number two. <laughs> this particular one is extra two <laughs> Yes. Um, season two, episode two is a number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, tune in next time where we tune put some stank in. on it. Yes, yeah, tune in tune next time. Tune in next time because it's number two. Uh, we'll, we'll put some stank on it mm-hmm. for sure. But uh, until next time, I'm Don Ferlazzo. I'm Caitlin K. And this is Ben. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. Thanks for listening. Bye. Don't, don't stop. We need you.